Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help you things understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Blackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the pile looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the switches five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you die for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you're stuck at trying to reach, huh? But after him who's able to possess your father's by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now, upon his sisters prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. So, yeah. 
Well, you know what? You know what, Phyllis? Survivors survive. You know, winners win. You know, we don't do what we have to do. Right. You know? Bye, of course. Absolutely. One thing I like about entertainers and being in this business, boy, it, 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 it makes you resourceful, if nothing else. Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, I've, I try to just keep going and keep releasing music and hopefully, you know, it's serving its purpose and it's helping. So, yeah. <laughs> well, definitely, uh, you know, music, I've always said, and it is, you know, the international, it is the international or the global language. It's the mm-hmm. only thing that I know that could elicit so many different emotions uh, from people exactly. all over the world. Right, exactly. So, you know, that's why I'm here today. <laughs> Absolutely. And everybody that don't know about you will know about you and going to know about you because, girl, you can sing. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be on your show. Honestly, this is my first U.S. interview, so it's pretty exciting for me. Oh, great, and I am so blessed to have you. Well, Silla, you're calling all the way from London, correct? Yes, from London all the way. Right. Okay, well, I'm going to give you the floor and let you tell you know, uh, our listeners, a little bit about you before I get into the questions, because mm-hmm. I always want to know from the artists, you know, where they come from, how they got started. Um, how do you know? Sometimes I think of this music as a curse, and then I think it's a blessing, and then I think it's a blessing, and right. then I think it's a curse. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you tell our listeners. Yeah. I'm gonna let you tell our listeners <laughs> what got you going and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I started music when I was 14 years old, so, you know, a little bit over a decade ago. And I just pretty much, you know, it, at first I started doing it quite casually because I just just found it really intriguing and I just loved, you know, um, having music on in the house all day. My parents always used to have music on. I mean, always used to play MTV in the background and I just loved, like, you know, all the R&B singers based in the U.S., the Elias, Brandy, Monica, you know, all those girls, and I kind of just took influence from them. And professionally, I started when I was 14. I released my first project, which was an EP, um, just to kind of, you know, have that first-time experience. Um, and it did really, really well. We had a lot of coverage from the EP. And then I thought, okay, cool, this is, this is something that I guess you know, it's picked up, and this is something that I feel like I have to do. So at the same time, you know, whilst I was releasing, I was still going to school. Um, I still went to university. I still graduated with a bachelor's degree. Um, I still, you know, was releasing on the side as well, kind of going to events. I was actually doing a school tour um, up and down the U.K., um, just traveling to different schools, performing for the kids, doing workshops with them, teaching them, you know, about songwriting and things like that. And, yeah, I continued and still, again, went back to university, did a master's degree. Um, and then I took a break for a little while because I had my son, um, he's three now, so I decided to just pause and, you know, just focus on that aspect of things. And then I came back to music just last year when I thought it was going to be the perfect time. However, COVID-19 hit. And we kind of had to just figure out how we were going to, you know, kind of like come back, I guess, in the middle of a pandemic. It was really new, really fresh. So it just entailed having to be creative and just kind of shooting music videos for my house and, you know, trying to record as much as I could on my own. Um and just putting music out, I just said, you know what, I'm not going to let this stop me. We're digitally, virtually, and so I continue to put music out. This is R&B, which is I know, which I know is a US platform. They named me one of the top ten R&B artists to watch. Um, had a lot of radio success in the UK with it. Um, a lot of other coverages as well. And then now, this year, I've just now put out, put out a new single, which came out two weeks ago, called Motive, and it's done really well. Had a lot of love from MTV. Had a lot of love from um, 
BBC Radio, which is cute, like a big radio station down here and a big network down here. Um, and yeah, I'm just super grateful, honestly. Oh, great, great. What's the weather like there now? Because every time I come to London, it's rainy and dreary looking. <laughs> Well, that hasn't changed, but at the moment, it's literally snowing, like we are in snow period, so it's not it's not nice, as per usual. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's perfect time to sit there and write some new music, write some new songs, because you can't get out and run the street too much. Exactly. We can't get out of the, the street, uh, you know, we can't get out and about, and um, at the same time, we are in um, what we call Tier 5. So we're in, like, the highest form of strict lockdown. So nobody can go anywhere anyways. Can't do no events. Can't do no live shows. Can't do nothing. We are on complete lockdown. Oh, wow. You know, the one thing, yeah. that I, found out, the one thing I found out about this pandemic and everything, if you're not uh, computer, literate, computer literate, you will be by the right. time you're over with. Right, it will it will make your life will be so hard if you if you're not you know digital savvy. <laughs> oh, true, true. Because I know a lot of uh, should I say um, I don't want to call them old school artists, but they are. They're not mm-hmm. really computer. They're not really computer savvy. So you know, I know they're really going through it. You know, in terms of trying to record music, you know, send digital files and right. all that stuff. You know, it's a a whole new learning curve for them. Exactly. Yeah. And especially if you don't have a team of people that could do it for you, and then it still doesn't make any difference because they really can't come to you. So you still need to be able to send stuff to them. Exactly. Like if you're independent, honestly, oh, there's a lot to learn. <laughs> So you know Bye. we got some que- we got some questions over here for you, and everybody gonna want to yeah. know anyway. And I think you had mentioned uh, a couple female artists um, that yes. inspired you. Were there any more out there that you can think of? Um. Oh, you know what? All the R and B girls. I just love all the R and B girls. You know, um, Janae Aiko, her. Um, who else? Beyonce, of course, uh, Rihanna, of course, um, Tamia, uh, so many, so many, literally. I'm obs- Victoria Monet at the moment, I absolutely love her. So many. The girls are killing it right now. You know, one thing I noticed, you know, from the industry, it seemed like when you're here in the States, and you go mm-hmm. abroad anywhere, and you become successful over there, and then you come back yeah. here. Seems like you seem like you're more readily acceptable then. Yes. Know. Strange phenomenon, but it, it's kind of like been that way for years because a lot of artists here, you know, I mean, great, great artists, you know, but I guess right. it's a lot of them too. They're not really that well accepted. But, you know, once they, you know, go to Europe, somewhere else, and they have some success there, and then they come back, everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 interesting. It's very, very interesting. But, you know, it's that dynamic, I think it's just, especially for R&B music, for us, because it's, you know, a genre that originates from the States. To us, it's more of a fascination. It's more of like, oh, you know, we love this sound. We love this genre. So we're just readily accepting of most R&B artists from the States anyways, especially the phenom- the ones that I mentioned, the phenomenal ones. So, yeah. Uh, have you worked with any of those so far? Oh, oh I, no, but I would absolutely love to. So, you know, if they hear this, I'm up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, do you, do you, do Silla? Do you have a band? Um. So I work with different bands. So down here it depends. So, um, if I have like a live show or an event, I'll usually call on you know, like my a musical director that I work with quite often, and he'll put together a band, um, for me. 
unfortunately, because I started, you know, releasing again only just last year when the pandemic hit, I never had the opportunity to get back in with them. So I love, I love doing live shows with a band. It's so much more better than playback. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that, which was your preference working. I was just going to ask you that question. Yeah, <laughs> but I understand with a live band, you have a lot more freedom. Absolutely. And you know what? I've always said this. I feel like the the live band players in the States, they're like no other. You cannot find around the world live band players like the ones in the States. You guys are a different level, honestly. Yeah. I just wish there were uh, more musicians here. You know, I always say... Well, I don't know what we say, but I kind of mm-hmm. talk about it. You know, with the advent of the computer, it seemed like we lost uh, a few musicians, you know what I mean? Because in, in my yeah. era, when I when I came up, you know, we, we had to play, and we had to right. read music, you know, and it seemed like we had a generation of two where with computers, you know, a lot of uh, producers, you know, they were good at sampling stuff. But they couldn't yeah. read a chart. They couldn't read a chart. You know, they couldn't play right. per se. Right, right. You know, everything is just I, digital. Yeah, everything is digital, and I blame you know society a lot for that because you know they took a lot mm. of programs out of the schools. You know, uh, yeah, right. we used to have more music programs in school. You know, at a young age. You know. Right. You know, they used to have to, your yeah. mother used to have to just sign a note and then they'll let you take an instrument home and stuff, you know. Right, and they don't, they no longer do that? <laughs> well, in some of the up, affluent schools, should I say, some of the schools in, the, in, in the, say, some of the richer neighborhoods, but in the inner city, uh, it's, it's not as um, accessible, let me put it that way. You know, right. I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about like in the third, fourth, you know, fifth grade like that because, you know, that, right. that's really that's really when I got a lot of my band experience, you know, when I was in, you know, elementary school. And then, you know, that carried me into junior high and, of course, high school after that. But, you know, I, I was right. around it at an early age because it was accessible. Right, of course, yeah. Guess when they cut back on mm-hmm. the budgets and stuff, you know, and the schools really didn't have no money yeah. to keep getting bands, the equipment and stuff. It's true, you know. It's it's taking away the ability to just have that, you know, create, you know, being art like a creative artist, artist with the freedom to just be able to just have the opportunity to have things accessible there and not have to think, oh, I have to pay for this or pay for that, and it's just there, readily available, and not having that is. Is unfair. Right, totally, totally unfair. So, have you been here? Yes, I have. I have. I've traveled to LA, Los Angeles, um, quite a few years back now. But honestly, I know that you know different states are different. <laughs> but I absolutely loved LA. So. It'd be like my dream place to move, but you know that's just because uh, me being from London and not have not having no setting where it's completely warm and beach sides and all of that. But LA is beautiful. California is beautiful, honestly. Yeah, well, California is a big state, so it's a whole lot more of it for you to see. That's for sure. Exactly, and I want to come out. Listen, you know what's so crazy? Last year, just before the pandemic hit, I actually had a trip to make out to Miami. And literally, the the tickets were booked, everything, we were ready to go. And then literally, this situation happened, and all of our our flights were cancelled. So I'm as soon as things lift, I am out there. <laughs> well, hey, well, look, definitely they're going to be ready for you, boy, when you come out of here, too. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> they definitely going to be ready for you. So, Stella, look, mm-hmm. we got some of your music here. You know, I know Motives was is your most recent um, yeah. 
uh, si- single, but I want to save that one yeah. for last. Um, so right. we got uh, the Ain't No One and Masterpiece. So which one do you think we should yes. go with first? Uh, we can go with Masterpiece first because that was, you know, before Ain't No One and it was just before I took my hiatus. So Masterpiece will be the one. Okay, well, what's up with it? Tell us about it. How did you write it? Did you write it in in, in the elevator, mm-hmm. in your car, or what was the inspiration <laughs> for it? Yeah, so I work a lot with a producer called Joey Dyer. Joey Dyer is responsible for quite a lot of um, hit records. Um, he wrote, um, sorry, he produced Iggy Azalea's Fancy, um, done a lot of records with, you know, a lot of UK-based artists, like, He's done his round, so uh, me and him work quite closely together, and I remember when I wrote Masterpiece, I wrote the full song myself. Um, we just wanted to really just bring that R&B sound to the UK because we felt like that was what was missing. Um, R&B isn't a predominant genre in the UK, so there's very few artists who do the genre, and it's not as supported as, you know, the States per se. Um so when I heard the production that he sent me, I said, okay, you know, I kind of wanted to go for that semi-slight old-school feel, you know, like the slow jam era. I just wanted to kind of go for that feel. So that's kind of the inspiration behind it when I wrote that song. And, yes, yeah, I just absolutely loved it because I had so many opportunities that came from that song. Um, we have a really big platform called the Mobile Awards down here similar to the BET Awards but like a UK version and they pioneered the song for us and um, premiered the song and they really supported me on this this record and it really did really well for me so yeah Alrighty then okay well listen everybody let the windows down turn the air conditioner up and put your ears on this Scylla Ray this is Masterpiece I can see visions of us It goes on and on It goes on and on Constantly picturing us It goes on and on It goes on and on They don't see what I can see about you Everything I know about you tells you Show me what makes you different No one can come close to you Get a feeling when I see you there Got me looking at you really, really everywhere Really, 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 really want you over here I'm about to show you just how much I really care this side of you, it takes my breath away You're the definition of perfect in my eyes My only thought is being close with you Closer and closer and closer and Yeah. 
looking at you, really feeling everywhere. Really, 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 really want you over here. I'm about to show you just how much I really care. This side of you, it takes my breath away. You're the definition of perfect in my eyes. My only thought is being close with you. Because you just want to hear it sound as 
as close as perfect as possible. I think it's especially important when you're working with vocals, you're working with harmonies, ad-libs. You know, it's different for a rap, you know, right. hip-hop, because it's, there's, not enough, there's not, you know, the same amount of layers as what would go into, like, say, a Brandy song. A Brandy song will have, like, 150 layers in the song, whereas, like, a hip-hop or rap record ain't going to have that much. So, of course, we want to make sure everything's blended, sounding as cohesive as possible. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The mixer gets a headache because yeah. you got to try to sep- separate all the different channels, the different tracks, and, right. and put it all together right. where you could hear exactly. every little thing. Exactly, and everything's blending well. You know, the harmonies are together. They don't. The one doesn't sound too above the other. You know, you got to get it right. Mm-hmm. Do you you do all your you do your, all your backgrounds too? Yes. I do all my backgrounds, I do all my writing, I do everything, yeah. Oh, you do everything, you the boss, you the boss. Yeah, you know what, yeah, when you're independent, you got to figure it out. I ain't got, you know, you're working with a limited budget, you know, we ain't got all the money in the world to be hiring extra people, so you know you got to figure it out. So I figured it out, I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to learn how to just do it all, so... <laughs> Girlfriend, you sing into the choir, man. I've always, my whole entire career, every mm-hmm. bit of it, you know, I've never had right. somebody come and say, "Here, my here's fifty thousand, here's a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, go record a project." I, I've never had that. I've always had to put together really? my projects the best way I could. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. like most people, you know. And we live in a better time where. We can do so much ourselves now. You know what I'm saying? So it's a blessing. Blessing and a curse, I guess. Yeah. Yep. That's what I was saying earlier, you know. But I find out, you know, doing it this way, it it makes you um, better suited for the craft that you've chosen. You know, it makes you more knowledgeable. You know, we were speaking about, you know, the studio a little while ago in production and having a whole bunch of different tracks. But I've seen guys that exactly. have, you know, million-dollar studios and don't know how to work nothing. Right. You just they're wasting <laughs> money, they, like. They just don't know how to work the equipment. <laughs> but then you figure, like, you see some guys maybe just have, like, an 8-track or a 16-track or whatever, and they could mm-hmm. make, they, they know how to use it because that's all they got. And, and, and their music yeah. can sound like yeah. God, you know, because they really know how to work it because that's all they have. You know, right. Sometimes too much, not good enough. Exactly, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so, Scylla, what is the the R and B scene like? You said it's not, you know, much like the state. So, I mean, what are they mm-hmm. going to uh, pop stuff or EDM stuff or what's the big thing there? Um, at the moment, I mean, it depends you know, on the demographic, really. But I would say within the main community of, like, you know, the the younger generation between, like, the ages of 18 to 30. Um, in the urban community, I guess, we have a genre called drill. I don't know if you've ever heard of drill music, which is very, very popular here. Um, Are you going to have to send me char- some of that? <laughs> so... I think, actually, Drill might originate from Chicago, I believe. I might be wrong. Don't quote me. But um, who's the best example? So Pop Smoke, he's, you know, like, his type of music where he's got, like, that heavy-hitting, you know, the, the type of music that he came out with initially, that kind of sound is very, very popular in the UK at the moment. Um a lot of rap is popular here, um, hip-hop as well. Um, we do have, like, the main popularity, I guess, will be pop music, mainstream music, dance music. But as far as, like, R&B, yeah, we are still we are still trying to get back to the place where R&B is predominant, you know? Hmm. That's 
interesting. Mm. Mm, yeah, which is a shame because we have so many talented R&B artists. And like I said, we love the R&B artists that come from America, but we just don't seem to embrace our own yet. So. Just the opposite here. <laughs> just the opposite. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I used to go to uh, South France uh, to to meet them, you know, to the music conference, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. you know that that they have in Cannes, and um, yeah, I would I would hear music from all over the world. I mean, some some dynamite stuff, some really nice music that I would hear from all over the world that we don't even get to hear. Right. Yeah. Right. So I would guess, like, you know, is it is it more just predominantly music from, you know, America that's just played in America? Like, is do they embrace other music from, you know, other parts of the I, world? I guess. I think they. I think Americans embrace music from other countries a lot quicker right. than they do homebred music. I guess because of something like. Uh, some, you know, I guess if you eat it every day, you really have a taste of something different. Does that make sense? Right, of course. Yeah, you know, if you hear it every day, it's kind of like maybe it's the same sound. Or um, uh, uh, one thing I like about, about being independent too is that my my tastes are way different, a lot more out of the box than normal. You know, because a lot of companies here, you know, you either sound too much like an artist or you don't sound enough like somebody and so a lot of artists right. find themselves trying to straddle that fence you know they're trying to you know sound like a Beyonce or a Rihanna or somebody just so they can get noticed right but then the same <laughs> token somebody they don't want another Beyonce they don't want another Rihanna you know what I'm saying so it's yeah of it's, it's it's crazy so it's like you know I might as well just be myself you know, I might as well just be myself. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. It's a fine line, and it's hard to find the balance, I think, sometimes, you know. And then even if you do try to be different, I think, I mean, it's a little bit harder for women because I feel like with women, they tend to just pit, you know, one artist against the other, or just the comparison just always comes regardless. Right. That's what I'm talking about, especially when it comes to, you know, the supposed mm. deal makers or radio. Oh, she sounds too much like that, so we're not going to even give it a try. And, you know, and it's kind of, it's, right. it's, it's really not good for the artists because they may have just heard that one song. They may not even heard everything exactly. else you got. Yeah, exactly. They make a, a decision, you know. I guess that's one thing I like about the internet too. Is like back in the day, you know, you had to depend so much on the A and R department, and if the A and R guy, wow. you know, came in with a hit, then he's the best person in the world. Everybody loves him. But you know, if he come in with a bad song on the group of the artists, and that just may be that song. It may not be the best. But then, you know, right. he's a bad guy then. <laughs> <laughs> of so course. the internet did, the internet. Yeah, yeah, the internet, the internet did level it leveled the playing field a little bit, you know. Of course, definitely, that's the beauty. Yeah, that is totally, totally the beauty. So let me see what else <laughs> we got. We got uh, da, 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 ain't no one, so we're gonna play that till yeah. our people put their ears on it. So you want to tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about that one? Yeah, so Ain't No One was the single that I came back with last year. Um, I wrote that song around the time Masterpiece came out. So now it will probably be like four years now, four years ago. Um, again, it was another one of those songs that um, I really wanted to have a reminiscent old school kind of slow jam song. Um that song was the leading single that's going to be off of my up-and-coming EP, which is going to be coming out later this year. Um, and I just love the vibe. Again, it just gives me that sultry, kind of slow, Aaliyah kind of soft vocals. Um, 
and it's just the type of music that I love. So, you know, I'm, I won't call myself the slow jam queen because I have a lot of slow songs, but yeah, <laughs> it's just you know one of those songs that I just loved. Yeah. I love your accent, and you don't hear it in your singing. Oh, really? So, what do you hear when I'm singing? I don't hear the accent. <laughs> I don't sound you, American, you know, do I? Well, yeah, you, you. Well, I would kind of say so. <laughs> you don't sound. You don't sing. Think... You don't. You don't sound like a British artist necessarily. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, like I said, R&B originates from the States, and naturally, if you have a lot of R&B influences, you're going to pick up, you know, the diction, I guess, and kind of singing that style. So that's, that's probably why, because my influences, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. So everybody, everybody, I mean everybody, you know the drill. Let the windows <laughs> down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. This ain't no way. Array. Ain't no one. <laughs> okay. Sound like you wrote that about a guy or something. 
yeah, I mean, again, it's it's a sentimental love song. So it's about just admiring the person that, you know, that you're with or if you're, if you're not any, with the person, just somebody that you like. Um, just about admiration, you know, like to make my slow jams about the lovey-dovey stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so when you coming when you coming back to the states you said? Well, I hope as soon as they, you know, lift these restrictions that we have because I do know at one point the US closed, you know, you guys had your borders closed and we couldn't even come right. to the country. Um I, you know, I don't know if they if it's still closed right now, but what I do know is that in the UK we are not allowed to travel <laughs> at all. And you know what? You know what, Stella? You know, I you right? You know what? And, and I know that, but you know what? Even the length of time that we've been dealing with this stuff, it just it just yeah. I don't know. I guess it just still slips my mind because it's just mm-hmm. kind of hard to think. We're in a situation now where we can't really do much of anything. Exactly, and it's quite, it's 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 a new normal, um, and you know, for a lot of us, a lot of artists, a lot of people who you know frequently travel, it's very difficult because we're just having to find ways of just I don't know, just making sense of the situation and finding ways, like I said before, finding ways to just adapt and work from a distance. Because I would love. Absolutely, like I said, I was ready to be there, and we got stopped. So <laughs> I would love to be out there. Well, I hate it because I've gained about five pounds. Oh, I can imagine just sitting at home eating all day. <laughs> yeah, just just not really. You know, when you're an active person, you just used to going, you know, in and out, you know, walking around, just being being to move around, but. Without that happening, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's only so much working out you can do at home, but then you do find yourself sitting around a lot in front of the computers, you know, snacking mm-hmm. in the evening, you know, you can't go mm-hmm. to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's just, ah. Right. Right. And I just think to myself, you know what? What about all those people who live in, like, mansions where they've got in-house gyms and they've got a gym in their house? And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of that, I just be thinking to myself, you see, this would be the. This is why we need to be working hard to get that. <laughs> you know, rass- hey, look, them doggone rascals. Why should they be doing that and we're not? I understand. <laughs> imagine, imagine the people who got in. You know, in their house they've got the gyms, they've got cinemas in their house, they've got actual, you know, some form of entertainment or just something that they don't even have to leave. Everything is in their house. How lucky are they? Swimming pool, tennis court, you know. Right, everything. I mean, if you're tired, yeah. you've got a Starbucks. Yeah, they don't have to do <laughs> nothing but sit around and enjoy life, but it's okay. We'll exactly. be there. We'll be there. We'll be there tomorrow. It's all right. You know, right. We'll, we'll be, yeah, we'll we'll be next door tomorrow. You know what I mean? We'll wave at them. <laughs> yeah. So, tell us about uh, your new single, though. Motives. What was the inspiration for that, Silla? Yeah. So motives is reminiscent of you know the late nineties, early two thousand era. I, you know, I don't know if you can tell. There's like this this theme of old influence going on in the music and that's because you know with the project that I have coming up I really wanted to make this project um, just ha- embody the, the entire feel of R&B and just have reminiscent influences from the past and stuff like that and just from all the influences I have from the artists and I wanted to kind of just bring that into this era um, so Motives again is one of those songs that I wrote prior to my hiatus but because I loved, absolutely loved this song, and I remember <clears throat> when Joey, my producer, sent me the production, again, it was one of those songs that was up-tempo. So, again, it swayed away from me doing the usual slow jam, kind of slow-tempo songs. Um, and I said, oh, this gives me that that early 2000s era, that, that Denise Child kind of feel, 
and instantly I just knew what the melody was going to be in my head, what, I was, what the, you know, the theme was going to be. And I just, yeah, just put it down, laid it down. And I just said, yeah, this, this song has to come out for this era because, again, it just gives me the complete embodiment of, of just what I would embrace myself to be as an R&B artist. So, yeah. Well, I definitely love the R&B thing because that was the era that I came up in. With, so that's really, really what I know. I had to grow to like everything right. else. But, you know, when you've got the R&B in your bones, <laughs> that's, that's just who you but are. It's totally different when it's in you. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah. That's the great thing about a great <laughs> artist. You know, people can feel what you feel in the song. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I've really wanted to translate. So, yeah, I hope this song did that. Yeah. Well, everyone, uh, you know, I have to tell you what the drill is, but you should know it by now. But if you're not, I'm going to remind you, let your windows down, turn your air conditioner up, and put your ear on this. This is Miscilla Ray, and this is Modus. Put your ears on this one, and we'll be back. Ganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K. Diddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Yes. Scylla, have you shot the video for that yet? Yes, I have. It's available on YouTube right now. It came out maybe like a week and a bit ago now. Okay. Well, everybody, go yeah. check this out. Everybody, definitely go, definitely go check it out. And I wanted to say here too, for those that joined the show a little bit late, it'll be available in a few minutes in its entirety worldwide. So mm-hmm. you have no excuse. 
not to hear the show mm-hmm. and, you know, what I'll be saying, you know, ask your mama, ask your daddy, ask the neighbor across the street or the guy on the corner at the gas station where they can hear the show because we don't want to hear no excuses that you couldn't hear couldn't get it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give them a little reminder, you know what I mean? So I know they can't go too far, but, you know, I know they got their cell phones and stuff, you know. Right, of course. You know, they FaceTime. Yeah, they got the FaceTime look. So it's no excuse. They can even hear the show. If they got Alexa in their house, they can go to Amazon Alexa and they can still hear the show. So I'm just making sure. So they ain't got no excuse. I'm not accepting no excuses. So there's no reason <laughs> for them not to hear the, <laughs> hear the show and hear the music. Right. It's everywhere. It's available. It's available <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but what else What else you got going on good with you? What else you doing? I know you're raising your yes. son and trying to be an artist yes. as well, and I know that's two jobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, well, I would love to update more right now, but since I'm in the middle of a lockdown, <laughs> I've been in a lockdown for the past year, um, there's nothing else really to update on when it comes to, like, you know, personal life. I mean, other than music, like I said, Motives just came out. Um, I have another single that's going to be coming out um, in the next month, and then my EP will come out mid-year. The next single that I have coming out is a very, very special song because it actually features a U.S. female artist. I I don't know if I can say it right now because I don't want to spoil it, but, yeah, that's... That to me is. <laughs> well, we don't. That we don't want. Really look, we, yeah, we don't really. We don't want you to spoil it. We just want you to come back through the show when you're ready for that. And I'm definitely uh, honored that this was one of your first interviews here in the states. I'm really pumped about that. Yeah, you know, like I said, I absolutely love the states. I love America so much. Um, just even, you know, having gone down there and been down there um, in the past and just the energy of people is just it's just totally different from down here so I'm so stoked and I'm so happy that I have you know this this female artist who's actually based in America and has done quite well herself to be featured on my record I really wanted it to be like a UK to US female link up R&B because she's an R&B artist as well so um, I'm so excited about that because you don't ever see that kind of collaboration down here ever. So I'm oh, really excited for that to come out. Definitely looking forward that, to that for sure. But listen, we're down to the last couple of minutes of the show. Uh, tell everybody quickly yes. where they could email you, go see you, and touch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can find me all over social media. I'm on Instagram, Silla Ray. I know a lot of people misspell my name, so I'll spell it out. It's C-I-L-L-A-R-A-I-E. Again, Twitter, Silla Ray. Facebook, it's Silla Ray. YouTube, check out my new music video for Motives, Silla Ray TV. Like, I'm all over the net. You can find me. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. And again, I want to thank you for taking you. time to come out and and, and spending time with us and sharing your music and continue oh, to do thank great you for music. Having me on. Ah, thank you. Definitely, definitely my pleasure. And be sure, you know, to come back and let us hear your new stuff. You know, you got a new friend over here and a new fan. Oh, so, oh so thank definitely you. Make, definitely make sure you come back when you get your new release. You know, we'd love to have you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. I'd love, love this interview. It's been amazing. Uh, thank you as well. Everybody, Scylla Ray, y'all know what I said, where you can go hear the music at. You won't be disappointed. And go check out on YouTube. And I want to thank you for taking time out, for listening to the show today, and uh, try to keep the calories down, you know, wear the mask, um, uh, be safe and whatever and all that you do and uh, you can hear some good music while you're being safe just don't eat too much and uh, we'll see you next week same time right here at 2 p.m. PST on, Can- 
on I Am Indy. Much love and be safe out there. And thank you. What's good with y'all? It's your boy Snoopy So Fly kicking it live on the I Am Indy radio show with your boy K Diddy, man. New South Records, respect the brotherhood. Straight like that. Let's get it.